What's up? Today is March 24th, almost April Fools. It's actually a week away today. I'm Jeremy Shoemaker, also known as Shoe Money on the Internet, and welcome to the Shoe Money Show. Today, we've been totally dissed and flaked out on by our guest, Mr. E. Brian Rose. Don't worry, I'll be giving you tons of shit. But adversity is always opportunity so that means that i get to do what i've wanted to do a long time and that's my man brosco who produces the show i just found out he's got some stuff cooking of his own that i want to talk to him about brosco welcome to the show thanks you appreciate it it's it's awesome to actually talk to you because we you were just telling me like a lot of people know brosco is super connected in the industry and he's always got his finger on the pulse because obviously you produce all these shows here right yeah and then part of the thing I do is, uh, you know, I always get some uh, things independent just so I can learn. You know, I like the idea of, like, I get to learn all this stuff, and then I want to just apply what I learn. So get my hands dirty. So I've been doing that now uh, with some things I've been working on. How long have you been doing with uh, Webmaster Radio? How long have you been working with Webmaster Radio? August, it'll be 10 years. Damn. Y- yeah. Well, you got to remember how long, is, you know, I was here way before, right before you came along. and Yeah. Um, Oh my God! Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. It, it, I, I spent like my SEO entire thirties here, stuff? huh? SEO rock stars and stuff going on then. Yeah. No, they were still going on, and then we had affiliate market today. The main masters are still be, is still around, and that's running. So, a lot of things have fallen along with us. And uh, I've done like, I mean, I can tell you like a lot of shows I've done. Uh, I might have done all of them except for like maybe a couple. But yeah, we got shows that have done like three hundred shows, and I can tell you I've probably done like. 280 290 of them like domain masters that's like two-thirds of those i've done and then we have other shows i've done probably like almost all of them yeah and you know i remember you guys used to have like do you guys still have the rainmaker one which was like totally off the wall well they don't that's darren and brandy's thing they don't do it anymore because they can't get people like you know freaking steve wozniak and tim cook or people like that on that they don't want to do it that's what it got is. it yeah, that was that was a fun show to listen to. I I used to listen. I was a huge fan before, uh, and I would call in. And I, I've said this before. I was yeah. such a little bitch about it because I I was like so scared to talk to. Like I was like, oh, look, I'm live on the air, and we had the chat room and everything going. And then then I talked. Um, I remember I talked Brandy into giving me a show, but they wouldn't call it the Shoe Money Show back then because I nobody really knew who I was. You know, I'm not the superstar that I'm now. <clears throat> um, and so. Uh, they said they wanted to call it like, oh god, what was it called? Call net income. It was a. I thought yeah. that was a really good name for the show. Nice. Well, Brandy was like, you know, if you flake out, then we're going to be stuck with it, you know. And I was like, all right, I hear you, I hear you. So then we did it, and then I switched it when I came back, and I was like, yeah, right, if we're going to do this, we got to got to call it the Shoe Money Show. But I think we did the Shoe Money Show. Actually, that one did flip into it, and then um, I stopped for a while, and then whatever. So. Yeah, for do you guys still do Domain Masters? Yeah. Um, it's actually hosted by the guys at NameJet now. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. And then also, um, you guys used to do that uh, Jeremy's Wadney and um, my boy. Uh, oh, Tim, Tim Meyer. Yeah. Where did Tim Meyer go to now? Oh, he's running the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, some digital market is something for them, right? I don't know. The, yeah. The last, man. That guy is 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 a good guy. Yeah, what was it he's doing again? I forget. Yeah, the show we did was called Power Source. Yeah, that was a good show. Um, for those those who were just listening, like you don't realize, like back then, um, these guys. I mean, Tim Mayer. I don't know if he was quite the Matt Cutts equivalent. I mean, as far as PR goes, he was. Um, I, I know. I'm not sure his exact title. You would know. Um, at Yahoo at the time, I'm sure he was an executive vice president or something. But uh, Zawadney, for those of you who don't know Jeremy Zawadney, that guy basically is Mr. MySQL. And, uh, I mean, he wrote the book for O'Reilly, and he's been at Craigslist for a very long time. 
Tim and, was VP of Search Market Share and VP of North American Audience. Wow. Well, they lost a good one when they lost him. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of, you know, once you have that position like that in a search engine company, you can kind of write your own ticket. Right. As far as like, it's like, does anyone know more than you? You know, I'm sure him and Matt Cutts have had many discussions and he not only understands Yahoo, but probably has Matt's cell phone. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Matt, Matt's a very ethical person though. I, I don't, not that he'd give up too much stuff, but yeah, it, good stuff, man. Anyway, it's always good to, to look at, and, and people can download those old shows too, right? Oh, they yeah. Still it's all archived? still up there. Yep. Gosh, man. We're actually going to do a redesign of the website. might be even easier. But no, you know what? If it makes it easy for you guys, the mobile app's also up. And it, a lot of people have gotten used to going, going to that, looking for an Android or for iPhone and just going through there and finding it because everything's still up there. Download it like you want. Listen to it. Stream it back. Perfect. Do you know what what's the most listened to not like regular shows but just like is there a single show that's had like just a bazillion listeners? Well like the first SEO Rockstars had a whole lot of listeners. Um yeah, if I had to go back and look at the, like the stats uh it's hard. I I could tell you it's probably like an SEO 101 episode. That's the one that's been gangbusters for years. I mean that's been the show that's done so much. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That's awesome. I just got an email from Russell Brunson. You know who that is? He's an info marketer. Yeah. Actually, you know what? When we were doing our AFCON thing, I, I remember I got on the phone with him to ask him if he can come speak. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's good. He's a he's a really good guy. Very busy guy. Um, but I just got an email from him. He, he's giving away his Ferrari, and it's like maybe a year <laughs> old. Wow. And um, he's he's launching a book, and it's a, it's a really good book. He sent me a copy of it. And um, – so he's having a contest of whoever can sell the most books, which the book is basically free plus shipping. But if you do the math, you can see that it's $7 shipping. I've made my own book. I know that if you do a big enough run, you can get them for a buck, you know, for printed, you know, color front. I mean, if you, if you do 10,000 or more, okay, so he's giving away his Ferrari. He's, he's, you got to get the, it's free plus shipping, which is seven bucks. So, you know, he's obviously probably still coming out ahead. Um, but whoever sells the most books is an affiliate or, or sends people to get a free book or whatever you want to call it. Whoever does the most wins his car. Nice. The Ferrari. And there's no minimum amount. So, oh, I don't, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to follow back up on something you were asking. Go ahead, man. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, um, how many someone does because he, I mean, his whole thing is he wants to hit the New York times bestseller list. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, I I gotta be honest. Like I I don't know. It's a that's a very expensive car. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's you know probably a hundred and it's a spider. So I think it's probably I don't know maybe one hundred and eighty maybe less. And what model? Like what year is that? Like a last year spider? It's like last year's model. Oh Jesus! That probably like a quarter mil. You think it's that much for Ferrari? If it's in like mid condition, I bet you Blue Book probably has like. Two hundred thousand, something like that. See what Ferrari Spider's worth. Yeah. Oh, um, while you're for- doing that, I'll answer that question about most listened to show. It was uh, the last episode of the WordPress Community Podcast, and they talked about how to monetize from your blog. Wow, <laughs> who was sense. doing that show? Yost Devok was doing that, and of course, oh, really? you know, Yost SEO, yeah. And that was right before the SEO plugin like took off, and then. With that, he just didn't have time to do it anymore. But all those shows are up there, and he was doing gangbusters at that time. It's a 458 Spider um, is shit. You're right. Yeah, three three hundred thousand for this year's um, used. They're going for two fifties. Yeah, a lot of depreciation. Wow. Yeah, fifty thousand in a year for a Ferrari. What <laughs> uh, is wow. it even worth buying when you got that? Like it's you know you buy it, you keep it. I, you know, I, I wouldn't, even if I want it, I wouldn't keep it. I'm not a big, I mean, I like to drive Ferraris, like when I go to Vegas and stuff, but yeah. I'm a practical person, Brasco. I'm, I'm not like, you know, I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh-huh. I, I got to go like probably at least four or five hours to probably Kansas City to get that thing serviced. I, I'd imagine you're kind of like the SUV hybrid kind of guy with the family and all that. Yeah, you know, I got it. Now, don't get me wrong. I do want a Z06. I, I mean, like, I like American Muscle. 
Yeah. And you know, that's a, that's a freaking 650 horsepower or so. And it's a Corvette and it's a GM and it's the one I got priced out in my shopping cart is like 112. It's got <laughs> every option. That's a, it's a badass car. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's probably what I do. I probably sell it, get a Corvette, put the rest in the bank. Cause you got to pay taxes on that shit too. You win it. I mean, like you're going to pay taxes anyway, but I don't know. I mean, it's got to be income, right? You got to claim yeah. it as income tax. That's bullshit because that's freaking half of it in my tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? So well, that's the least right. you're, you're going to worry about because people are when the, when the taxes are worrying about the health care because of how big a penalty you have to get hit if you don't have it. You want to hear something crazy? What's that? This year, I will pay less than 5% state and federal income taxes. Wow. It is insane. Yeah, I felt like I my, paid 15% this year. I was like... It took my arm and leg this year. Man, there's I, I don't I, I don't even want to talk about why because you know it's Just whatever. Take the money. But and I'm run. tell you what, when yeah. you get money, there's so many opportunities from the state and federal government to decrease your decrease your taxable income. It's insane. Absolutely insane. So we should probably take our first commercial break, right? Well, good for you. Oh, well, depends on how long you want to go. Because if we're if we're gonna do like a thirty, then we should take a break now. Okay, we can do an hour. Okay, we'll be good. All right, another five minutes or so. Yeah, straight. All right. So, Brasco, you just told me. Well, we were talking about Google before we get into your podcast because I really want to talk about that. Sure. So we're talking about the mobile friendly Google stuff. Yeah. Right. So Brasco brought this to my attention right before the show because he's always coming up. He's always like on the pulse of the internet, and he was saying that Google now is going to penalize you if you don't have a mobile-friendly site. And they got a little tool you can use, just uh, Google. That's what I did: mobile-friendly Google tool. And it's first thing that comes up, and put in your URL, and it'll tell you. And it says that my site at shoemoney.com is not. It's not looking good. Yeah. Well, so I'll tell you what. I got a blog post I actually wrote today. And if you look at the blog, it's the first thing coming up if you're listening in now. Webmaster Radio SEO, SEO experts share mobile-friendly advice and best practices. I got links to all the shows talking about it. The link to that Google mobile-friendly checker tools right there. But the whole thing is, is that um, right now Google's trying to make it a, a, an initiative to make a rollout of a new algorithm that's going to penalize sites that they don't take care of their sites and make them mobile-friendly. So they're worried about... If you have issues from block JavaScript, CSS, image files, irrelevant crosslinks, they want to make it so that all that's cleared up. And the thing is, is that that's where I took it to myself. So, like you were mentioning, I got I run a wrestling podcast, and I've been doing it since December 2012. Put a website up. It looked it was like PHP code. It was like I have little like you know plugins this and that. It looked horrible. And just this week, I changed it to a WordPress site because. I mean, my search rankings, I mean, even the, with the crap site, I actually had my ranking for wrestling podcasts at page two. And then this week, it, I I feel like the algorithm came through because I dropped to page seven. And so wow. I changed the site. It went back up to page four yesterday. So now I'm trying to get everything back. And then, like, I had, you know, traffic coming from different directions. I was using, like, a Tumblr page for blogging and this and that and using another place. I was trying to, like, combine everything together. But the thing was... I'm, you know, a lot of people are talking about the fact that, you know, this is going to roll out in one shot, all different languages. John Mueller was on our SC101 show talking about it and, you know, just making a point that, you know, just be prepared and that Google is trying to make you prepared as much as they can. You can go to the developer's blog now. Actually, you can go to that mobile-friendly checker tool. You search for that, just like she was telling me, he checked the site. And you can check and see all the pages on your site to see if there's cert- if it's mobile friendly. If there's any issues, they list exactly what's wrong. And there's even a spot in the developer's blog they'll even show you how to fix it. Especially for those with WordPress, they even tell you, well, with WordPress you can do this and this and this. You know, that's we were talking about. You know, I don't give a crap about my search engine rankings. I never have. And if anything, I think it's funny just to outrank SEOs for their own name. <laughs> That's really like all I care about. I just do dumb shit like that. Like I get so much worthless SEO traffic that it actually pisses me off. Like I get all this traffic for Paris Hilton and for, you know, I've got over 4,000 posts, Brasco. Wow. I know. But but and remember, I, I, that's like every page has something 
that's like SEO related on it. So like it's like you said, if you're not worrying about it, it's because you got so much content up there, you're gonna get found for something. Right. My my whole and I've been saying this forever, and Brasco knows I like to start shit in the SEO industry. <laughs> um, and we had Chuck Price on last week, who, if you haven't listened to that show yet, do Chuck's a really, really good guy and a really smart guy about SEO. But one of the things he said is that, you know, what I was saying, not to say how awesome I am, but, you know, it's just fact that, you know, many years ago, I wrote about this 10 years ago, eight, nine years ago about you know the future of seo and i I just said you know like eventually i think it'll be pay to play um eventually like i I just think you just gotta my whole philosophy on seo is like yeah do i do some of course like the urls but it's mostly clean just for me like i don't i mean everyone's like all about image tags and blah 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 i've had sites rank for crazy stuff and you know why it's because i actually made shit people wanted to link to that's it yeah that's my big giant ninja trick but you know there's probably some things that even just affiliates out there that do that they probably do just besides what they're doing that where seo somehow they probably just stumble onto they're doing something seo related anyway right absolutely and that's that's the thing too is i mean you know my site was you know seo'd out all my sites have been seo'd out with on-page seo best practices now you know did i spend much time on it no i mean it's very simple and pretty much everything out of the box now, like WordPress and everything, is like, you know, it just comes with it. Where back in the day, you'd have to, you know, do all this URL rewrite stuff and get crazy if you wanted, you know, to do good stuff. But I, I don't know. I think Google's pretty smart about a lot of things in the way they crawl and how they deal with. I mean, I, I don't know. Do you think like slashes versus like you know ampersand equals and all that stuff? Like, you think clean URLs are still better, or do you think they got that figured out? I'd prefer it. If he, I mean, if you have to go and write it out and just make it so somebody else can look at it, yeah, I'd prefer to have it where it's clean, where you just see, okay, name, word, bracket, word, you know, hyphen, word, hyphen, whatever. I'd prefer it like that, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take our first commercial break then, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sound of... Do you want to optimize and grow your business? Then master your skills in conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Las Vegas 2015, happening on May 12th through the 14th. It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues in the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers come to conversion conference the conference that pays for itself in no time webmasterradio.fm listeners get a 100 dollars discount on their pass register early and get full access for only 897 dollars when you use discount code wmfm simply register online at conversionconference.com with the code wmfm that's conversionconference.com code wmfm hurry save your seat before they sell out Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. All-inclusive marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Ah, ah, ah. 
is more of the Shoe Money Show on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Just talking with Brasco, the award-winning producer from Webmaster Radio. I like the new music we're putting into all this stuff, you know? What's that? I like all the Shoe Money System music we've added to the show. I love the I know. Thing. It's awesome. We got to get, like, the hooks. You know that one right there is DK's one? Oh, and okay. for those who are, yeah, Dr. David Klein, you ever met him? No, I just remember last week you brought up and you said, oh, I want to hear that one from DK. So I made it a yeah. mental m- mental pointer to come back and bring it up this week. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's hilarious because if you ever met the guy, you'd never think he did like a – it's it's just funny because it's like <laughs> – yeah, it's funny. Anyway, yeah. yeah, those songs those songs were fun. I, I love them. I love the hooks on a lot of them. I actually have them on my iPod. I'm such a nerd, my own Shimoni songs. But the quality that some of those guys did is pretty awesome, pretty amazing. So, yeah, we were talking about our uh, – you know, Brasco, we were, I was talking to you before the show. My site, shoemoney.com, was banned in Google from probably like 2006 until I want to say 2008, something like that. It was banned for two years until <laughs> I went to one of those backroom Google meetings uh-huh. and uh, got, got it unbanned. And um, not that I paid anyone off or anything like that. I was just told, you know, hey, if you did this. And I never did it, though. Yeah, but they, um, they, they must have made money off of some of the AdWords stuff you've done in the past. Like, they get oh, like, yeah. a share. So, like, you know, why are you going to, like, you know, shoot a gift horse in the mouth? Right. Like, straight up, I've, ma- I've, I've made – well, I've made millions of dollars with right. AdSense. So they took their 26% or whatever. <laughs> and then um, – wow. I've spent a fortune. I think the default is 30%. I'd have to look on uh, what they take. But it's in their filings. It's in their, like, public filings of their percentage of revenue. But, like, you know, I mean, all their revenue comes from that. So yeah, it's an enormous amount. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, then, then um, they told – or so I was back in the search. Even though I never actually did what they told me to do, Some I ran into somebody. I was like, yeah, I did it, and it just didn't see back. And then all of a sudden it came back. And so, um, oh, I remember what they told me to do is I had a link from Million Dollar Homepage. I still do. MillionDollarHomepage.com. If any <laughs> of those guys, if anyone remembers, dude has a bunch of pixels on his site and <laughs> sold them for like, what, like a thousand bucks a piece? Or did he have a thousand for a hundred? Or I forget what it is, but I bought a little shoe money one. You could never see it unless you knew what you were looking for. If you view the source of the page and you do shoe money, then you can find it. Um, but they banned sites that bought when they did the whole buying links thing they banned sites that they said that that was the reason why my site was nuked out of google it's because wow. it was a pr8 at the time they don't even worry about pay drink anymore do they i don't some people still do i don't know it's weird mm. i'm surprised they even well like seo moss has its own little rank thing doesn't it that does yeah uh, yeah. If I had to go spend time on on the analytics and stuff and try to understand all that, uh, I'd go nuts. It's just so much. It's overkill. Yeah, so here's the funny part. So when they let me back in, I delisted it from Google <laughs> just just to piss off all the SEO people because I still had way more traffic than they did. And I was just like – and everyone's like, why do you do that? And I'm like, because like people come to my site. And this was even before social media. Like I get way more traffic now because people share my stuff, even yeah. stuff I wrote. Eight years ago, I'll see like somebody share it on Facebook and then somebody else will share it or whatever. And it's just like I always tell people all the time. They're like, how come nobody reads my blog? And I'm like, because you're boring. Like you you talk about like you're a news site. Like no, you're just like 90 million other blogs out there. It's stupid. But Brasco, you've got a site and a podcast. What are you doing? Because I, I really – you know, for years I was hearing other people doing wrestling shows, and I even did it before. And I'm I'm doing it after the whole buzz of like early 2000s when wrestling was like big deal, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Undertaker, and this and that. Like right now, wrestling's on its downside. And the thing is, I'm always thinking the future of wrestling. I want like I want to be able to like talk to these fans out there and say, you you know, snap out of it. these entitled millennials and just say, you know what, like things, you know, you're not gonna ha- like. It's like uh, somebody was giving me an analogy. Some of the guys that they're watching wrestling now, they're just saying to themselves, well, there's like a plate of food that you get as a kid. You know, like, oh, you get like, you know, liver and lima beans. And you don't want to have that. You don't want to eat that. I want to have pizza. Don't give me that. Mm-hmm. I want chicken. I want nuggets like this and that. So it's like you don't get what you want. And so, like, I want to be the the guy that's like out there 
we given like you know uncensored. Just say you know what, snap out of it. Okay, there's a future we want for this company. We want we want a company like WWE to be like successful. We want to see stars that we can root for for years, not have the same guy on top for ten years like it's been right now. So I that's the way I am. Like you know, heart on my chest. I'm talking on a podcast, and because I don't want to go on the air for. I record four or five hours of content. I have a blog to keep ranting about other stuff. So the best thing I got to do was I wanted to combine both. I wanted to give a reason. So, okay, you can hear me rant. You can read, read my rants like two, three hundred words a time, you know, like two, three times a week. And plus I got a podcast that maybe once or twice a week, depending on what's going on, I have that out there too. So, like, people can go and look for it. Um, the Wrestling is Real podcast. Website is kingofpodcasts.com. With an S, and that's also on Twitter. That's what I am, King of Podcasts, and I'm proud of it. Like I now I got a website I can actually pimp out, and I can tell Schumann, I can tell you, hey, I got a nice little website. Looks clean, it looks nice, and you know I can actually promote it. And everything I put on there, it's like I'm not putting fluff out there. I want to put out what people will will talk about. They come back to me, and hey, you can come back to me, interact. You you think I'm full of crap? You tell me I'm full of crap, but I'm always going to have a valid argument for everything that's going on. And we don't talk just about WWE. We talk about like all the other people that have wrestling shows on television. Like you wouldn't even know that the the Robert Rodriguez Channel El Rey Network's got a show called Lucha Underground. It's all the Lucha Libre style Mexican wrestling. Then there's one that's called TNA, and it's on its channel now on Destination America. And then there's the Ring of Honor. That's like this indie promotion that's starting to grow up. And you know they have pay per views, and you got you know wrestling all over the world anyway. And for podcasting, wrestling's the most popular sport to talk about like if you went on itunes right now and just wrote wrestling there's thousands of wrestling podcasts out there and so i'm just trying to bust in there and and put a name for myself you know i i um i don't know if you know this but i wrestled in in, uh junior high i started oh so you did like the greco-roman like the yeah i did freestyle yep and then um and then in high school i never I think I dressed for one. I never, I never wrestled once in high school. I was on the team for the first two years until my, until after my sophomore year, and then I switched to football. And then um, I never played football either. Never got to start. But oh. I was, I was way too out of shape. I just never really put in the work. Um, I think I could have been pretty good wrestler. I'm still actually pretty good. Um, I, I do, you know, I do jujitsu and um, some other things. Um, in martial arts, I'm just a huge martial arts fan, and uh, I can see. So, go ahead. I, was, I can just see. Like, I was just thinking of the movie Foxcatcher. I don't know if you saw that, but mm-hmm. I can just imagine. You, <laughs> I can imagine you in like the in the wrestling dojo going over moves like Channing Tatum or something like that. I can just see that. Yeah, I spent a lot of time doing exactly. You know, I freaking a lot of time. I'll tell you what, wrestling. I think I've got two little girls now, and um, they're both blue belts um in karate and they they're wow. they look good my oldest is eight and then i have a six-year-old they're both blue belts they both started at the same time and um but i'm looking at switching them over to something else but you know the crazy thing is is like wrestling is such an amazing base in my opinion now i know you're talking about pro wrestling i'm talking about like wrestling at, but you kind of some people learn about that and then they go into pro wrestling or you yeah know, yeah people don't realize like there's olympian wrestlers in well, there. I don't know if there is now. Well, I oh, watched, yeah, Kurt Angle but, is the one one in Atlanta. He's still, and then uh, Brock Lesnar. He's still the big deal. You know, UFC champion. That guy was like, you know, in Minnesota, he was big wrestling champion, Greco Roman, like won college of titles and stuff. I was at the national champions national championship. Um, I had three or four friends competing. Uh, it was in Iowa City, and I don't remember what year it was, but. Um, it was and, and somebody was like, Did you see the heavy from Minnesota? And I'm like, No, you know, and then it, holy shit. I, I didn't remember his name until like years later. And they were like, you know, one of my friends was like, I knew who Brock Lesnar was, but I didn't tie the two together. Like uh-huh. that was the same guy. But oh my gosh, when he was twenty I'm trying to think of when if he won the national title, I don't remember. But he did. He, I'm pretty he, sure he did. Yeah, my God, he was enormous, and he was like twenty-one year old. I mean, just just a monster. And I mean, you see him, you see him now. Obviously, oh, he's, he's huge. He's thirty-five, yeah. and that guy's just like amazing shape. I mean, when he goes out there, like he'll be wrestling. What next? This this coming Sunday, and uh, he could probably run twenty minutes. He's he can just roll around. He's like a cat. 
Like when I've seen him just only in a few wrestling matches in the last year, that guy's like a cat, man. He can move everywhere. He's like nimble on his feet, strong, like strength that's like, I don't even know. can't even compare him to anybody. That guy's just so damn strong. You just yeah. throw people like nothing. It's like ragdoll him. Who becomes UFC heavyweight champion, MMA, in their third professional fight <laughs> ever, ever? But, He's I mean, a monster. But, I mean, how good was Shane Carwin at this time? That's the only thing you got to ask. Well, I think, you know, I mean, like, he still whooped Randy Couture. Yeah. I mean, he still whooped, Frank Mir, you know, right? Frank Mir. And, yeah. um, you know, and, I mean, he, he, I think Carwin, I mean, obviously Carwin had him uh, hurt. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, Brock's just such a beast. And then, you know, Velasquez. But I think after Brock had diverticulitis the second time, yeah. um, he just was never the same. And when he fought... Overeem, I thought he was going to put it on him, and I think he would right now today if if Alistair Overeem were to fight Brock Lesnar in the UFC. Um, I think I think Brock, Le- I'd have money on Lesnar on that fight. The crazy thing is, I I used to play a lot of online poker, and then when they banned it, I still played, but I couldn't pull out money. Yeah. So I had I had all this money in Bodog, not tons, but I'd build it up to about about seventeen hundred bucks from. Wow an initial like 50, but all I played was like $5 sit and goes. And those are actually for people who want to learn how to play poker. Those are, can be easy money if you care, because especially if you play on tournament nights and I don't, I'm digressing, but, um, Don, so do you, anyway, but do you do the physical, do you actually sit down on the Vegas table, like with the hat and the glasses and try to play it with, you know, like, you know, because that's the only thing I, whenever I tried to play poker, I only did it just like in front of like an actual table. And I'd crap out like quickly. I mean, I don't have I have too many tells to like you know even help. I wouldn't be able to work. <laughs> My problem is patience. And the thing about mm. online poker is I can play like you know twenty games at the same time. And so I'm not. It's not bad. And it's it, I wrote a bot when I was like I would have been mid to late twenties for party poker, and um, to play Texas Hold'em, and that's how I learned the game was I I wrote this AI that would make decisions. And so I had to do all this research about, you know, learn pot odds and learn outs and all this stuff. And, and I mean, it wasn't like I wrote this very, very complex algorithm, but it automatically would tell me what to do. And that was back before they really got into decent encryption um, for party poker and the like. And you could actually decode what everyone had or showing anyway, what you could see. And then it would, it would tell you, you know, what's the logical thing of, you know, like what's your, like pot odds is a big thing Yeah. where, you know, if you can calculate your pot odds. So basically it's like how much money's in, how much do you have in versus your chances of losing, you know, and does it, you know, statistically make sense for you to stay in the, in the game. And so, you know, like that really was my foundation for poker. And then I took it online and played and I, I, you know, I didn't have money to really play, so I would just um, back then, and and I was I wasn't really making money on the internet yet. I was just about to, and so um, well, hold yeah, on, you're I talking would, about five dollar blinds per hand, and you have seventeen hundred dollar bankroll. You can play oh, for a long no, time. No, no, no. Oh, that would be that's what I worked it up to. Okay, now that that would have been over like six, seven years. Right. Of like, I would go like two years without playing a hand and then I'd get a bug in my ass and I had all this money in Bodog. So, um, so anyway, when Frank Mir fought Lesnar and it was Lesnar's second professional fight, first in the UFC, they fought for the title. I laid 1300 bucks on (laughs) Lesnar. Oh man. I know. And he got caught. (laughs) I was, I was, I wasn't that upset about, I would, I was, because it wasn't real money, right? I mean, like it's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's money that I've been, I've never counted on, I've never looked at as, you know, and I know like that's a lot of money, right, to a lot of people, well, and yeah. it is to me too. I don't, you know, discount that. Um, but I mean, like, I never really looked at it as like, it's really boy was fifty bucks that I started with, and I just worked my way up. But uh, like I was saying, you know, on tournament nights, like when they've got like a. You know, like a twenty thousand people in a in a million dollar tournament, or sometimes they have a hundred thousand people in a ten million dollar, you know, whatever. Those are the nights you go in, mm-hmm. and you can do really well. And you can do really well just fold, just playing your blinds, just folding everything but your blinds, because there are all these people that are just waiting to waiting for the tournament, but they're in there and they go a million miles an hour. They don't care because it's a five dollar game. 
Yeah. Right? So they're just like all in, all in, all in, just constantly. <laughs> I got to ask you because uh, we're a few weeks away. Are you going to place a bet on Pacquiao Mayweather? Are you going to go to it? You know, anything like that? And do you got like a preference? Who do you like? I was a thousand percent going to go to it until I looked at ticket prices. Oh, no. And I don't know that I'd be able to get on in, I mean, within, I mean, I don't like to go and I have to look at the monitors. I'd rather just be in my house. Um, I think, okay. So to answer your question, I'm, I'm going to put money on Floyd. I don't know how much yet. Um, it's but you really would say Floyd like for sure. F- okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll put money on Floyd. I don't know how much, um, depends, it depends on the odds. It depends on who's the favorite. I got to think Floyd is probably a favorite, but probably I don't think it'd be by much. Well, and I think but, Floyd gets, is, is getting the more of the purse too. So like either which way. I've got some insight on that whole thing, too, because I, I got a lot of – when I owned Fighters.com, mm-hmm. I blew tons of money um, <laughs> to host parties for fighters and promoters and all this stuff. And so I made a lot of friends. And fortunately, I came out of that okay. But, yeah, I lost my ass because it was a passion thing. But anyway, um, yeah, so so the poker thing. So I t- lost tons of money on Mir and um, – there's a couple other things I was going to mention, but but yeah, I like I like Mayweather. I think he, uh, in my opinion, is the now. I have a lot of friends. Some listen to the show, Mr. John Reese, uh, famous multimillionaire info product marketer. He is he's a boxing historian. Like guy knows everything about boxing. Doesn't like Floyd Mayweather. Um, I have a personal story with Floyd Mayweather when I met him. Um, it was it's kind of a funny, unique story. And uh, he was super, super cool. He was like an amazing person. He actually got out of his car to come out and take a picture with me and then talk to us for a while. Um, he was amazing. He was just really, really, really cool guy. Um, so for that, I'll always be a fan. And But it's not just that. I, I've watched all of his fights. I've, I watch a lot of that weight class boxing. Yeah. Um, and anyway, the uh, that whole thing, I, I think – Huh. I, I'm worried because I think Pacquiao. Um, it's it's a mixed bag of things. It's it's a really really interesting fight. Aside the uh, uh, you know put a, aside the whole rivalry that's been cooking for you know seven years now. It's eight a toss up because look at both fighters. They really haven't done anything special for a long time. I mean, what Mayweather's had this fight fight deal with Showtime. He's had a bunch of you know bunch of potato sacks like okay go 12 rounds with this guy nothing really special no real big, big punches nothing special and Pacquiao the same thing and then Pacquiao's loss you know I mean it's just you know nothing really special there that he lost to Marquez and it's like you know I mean with that said right there Pacquiao he's looking like he's you know definitely more down past his prime than Floyd looks like that's how they're going to make it look anyway and you know like Vegas will put their money more on Floyd than Pacquiao in the first place so yeah, I mean, here's the, here's a here's some interesting shit. Like, let's talk numbers. So, um, the the tickets, um, the face value on the cheapest ticket is fifteen hundred dollars. I've seen them on eBay for as much as a hundred thousand dollars for two tickets. Um, it this thing. So I have some inside information because I I actually knew when the fight was signed before mm-hmm. it was ever. I texted a friend of mine and I said, "I'll bet you three thousand dollars the fight <laughs> is announced this week." And he was like, yeah. "I hope so." Like he's been wanting this fight forever. And um, five years and late. Then, and then he texts me like the next morning and was like, "Dude, you knew, didn't you?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so this fight was actually signed a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, not not sign signed like, but everything was agreed upon. The, there was a few stipulations like, so I don't know the exact dollar amount, but Floyd wanted to charge, and I want to say it's a hundred dollars, but I don't know what it is mm-hmm. um, for the pay per view. Have they announced what it is yet? I want to say it's ninety nine ninety five. I'm not sure. Okay, well then there we go. I'll look because, again, but I'll check. You know, you know, dude, this is going to admit. I could eat my words, but I would bet anyone that this is not only going to beat his record before of what was it, like 2.2 million when he fought um canelo i think it was uh-huh. uh, when they broke the all-time pay-per-view record but i think it will double that i think if this thing i think the over under on pay-per-views should be like 5 million i think this is the fight that is going to absolutely demolish all records and will stand for a very, very long time. 
for oh, money-wise. Okay, so LA Times, this was May 6th, they said many fight reporters say it'll be ninety nine ninety nine. The previous high was seventy four ninety nine. It's going to be, in England, it'll be at least 100 bucks, UK, or uh, Euro. Well, how much is it going to be? Well, in the, in, uh, it'll probably be 100 it'll probably be $99 in the U.S., and then like $100 Euro in the U.K., yeah. Well, they, it says right on this article I'm reading um, was published. Sorry if you can hear that. My phone is going off. Um, so I'm reading this thing right here. It says that it'll break. So the all-time gate was against Canelo at the MGM Grand, and that did $20 million gate um, at the MGM. Uh, or wait, I'm sorry. That was, um, yeah, Mayweather versus Canelo in 2013. Um, I know some UFC fights have done. More oh than God. I want to say that, but anyway, so this fight with the prices will generate a minimum of seventy-five million, which is more than three and a half times the previous record at the end. Three and a half times the gate record. And then I want to say, like this for pay-per-view buys would break the record. Of, it would probably like break three million pay-per-view buys anyway. I'm looking at a poll right now. I just clicked on it. It just it was asking what is the most you would pay for a Mayweather Pacquiao pay-per-view fight. And these people, like the the one that's leading right now, is a hundred bucks. Uh, you know, the thing is, like, <laughs> I remember when the UFC raised prices. Yeah, everyone bitched, but it didn't have any effect. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I fully expect everyone to cry, but the you know what? This was evidently it was Floyd who said because evidently, like, once you get over a certain point, it's like all gravy, you know, and so like. Because Floyd gets a big percentage, obviously, of, yeah. you know, a sizable percentage. He's guaranteed, like, you know, whatever. But he made almost like – I'd have to look it up. But it was well over $100 million, um for that fight that did that record amount of buys. I want to say it was like a quarter of a billion dollars on that fight, yeah. but I could be wrong. I think Floyd on this next fight could make a billion dollars if it does 5 million buys. Everyone wants to see this guy get knocked out. There's a lot. There's a big amount of people that want to see him get knocked out. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We should take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. When we come back, i got to tell you about uh, Hulk Hogan and some stuff with that. And uh, we'll see you guys in a couple minutes. Time to cash some more checks. Shoe Money will be back on webmasterradio.fm. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Internetmarketinginc.com is one of the fastest growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Brasco, did you know I met Hulk Hogan at Philly Summit? 
you said that a few weeks ago. You mentioned uh, when he was doing, um, he run, was running that uh, affiliate program. Was, uh, Welcome yeah. Host Mania. That's right. And so, my friend, Mr. Mark Hargrove, um, who is an amazing individual, and I want to have him on the show um, sometime soon. He he was a he wrestled uh, WW. I want to say it was WWF. If you Google WWF, Mark M A R C Hargrove. Um, yeah, M A R C H A R G R O V E. Yeah, first um, thing that comes Bastion. up is uh, yeah, he, 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 <laughs> a match with Bastion Booger. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. So that's my boy Mark. And so Mark, you know, uh, was in the WWF for a while and was what they call a jobber, which was, you know, just a guy who fills in and gets his ass beat. Um, and so he, he's he got funny stories about that big boy that he, he's like, you know, I was like, let me draw anyone but him, anyone but him. And he pulled him <laughs> and he was, but he's got some great stories about Iron Sheik and Hulk Hogan and all this stuff. Well, anyway, so he becomes this, you know, Forbes did an article on Mark uh, when he had an electronic cigarette company that he took public and um, overnight basically became worth about half a billion dollars. So um, he's got a lot of things going on. So he, you know, he gets Hulk Hogan and says, you know, let's make this host mania thing. It'll be awesome. And so brings him to affiliate summit. And then uh, when I went down to meet Mark, we got to actually hang out with Hulk Hogan. It was pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, anyway, someday you should get Mark on your podcast. I mean, set me up with the, the contact info. I never even will have any uh, guests on the show. I mean, uh, well, he, he has like wrestler's cell phone numbers i mean he's wow. not only is he rich as shit but you know he's he hosts a lot of you know stuff for these guys and you know um and actually he got mark's name after he was mark hargrove he had a brief stint as named cadillac jack and um i thought i want to say i remember that name yeah yeah and so uh Hulk Hogan on Monday Night Raw or something like that said made a, re- a reference to Cadillac Jack and some like weird thing, <laughs> and I called Mark and I was like, I was like, did I just hear that? And I was watching Raw only because Hogan was on it. And right. um, so anyway, uh, Mark, I said, are you are you gonna go back in the ring or what's up? And he was like, dude, I'm so old, whatever, and I'm giving him crap. And he's like, all right, I gotta tell you, I got I got my boots on right now to see if they're fit still. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I thought. <laughs> So Hogan was just on Raw this week. He actually was out there with Snoop Dogg this week because, uh, like I said, WrestleMania is this coming week, and he's out there talking stuff. So it's fun. Yeah, he actually. Um, there's a big, you know, lawsuit um, that. Uh, well, I I don't know how much I can mention, but those who know, like Hulk Hogan has sex tape released, right? You know, and it got you know whatever. Um, yeah, I gotta be careful what I say, but. Hostomania, the web thing is is involved in that. Oh. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I don't want to talk too much about it, but oh, yeah. So um, anyway, he he's an amazing guy. I feel really bad for him because no matter where we went, like he just was mobbed, and he he's not very well off financially. And until that sex tape, and then he got back in the WWE, whatever, he was in deep trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, because yeah. Well, I mean, we spend a lot. I mean. He put a lot of put a lot of things out there. He has like his own restaurant out there in Clearwater, I think it is, Florida, and you know has this house and he lo- he lo- had a divorce. He got hit with everything, and then you know that's uh he, that guy's sixty five years old. He still has to keep kind of getting himself out there wherever he can to make some kind of scratch. Right, and I mean he is he is you know like a worldwide icon, yeah. and. Um, Everyone recognizes him, no matter where that guy goes. But the thing is, like, you know, with that usually comes great reward. And, uh, you know, it's sad to see somebody who could never enjoy just general life. Um, but, you know, but is constantly, like, can't go anywhere. Yeah. And yet doesn't have the the financial, you know, but that comes with that. But he went through the same thing that I went through – um, as far as being a business owner and having overhead, I mean, he had overhead, but it was a lot of family, friends, you know, houses, all this stuff. And then money stops coming in. Then you yep. get divorced and lose a lot of your assets. And now all of a sudden, 
you've got this monster overhead. I mean, I started a company, you know, with so much in development. I had huge amounts. I was paying out to employees, big office downtown, and, you know, things don't go as fast as you want and stuff. And that's what I was, I was turning 40 and I was profitable, but I was like, what am I doing? I am killing myself. I not really looking forward to coming to work every day. And I'm not, you know, the most money I ever made was in the basement. And that's when I decided to kill it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, well, I still do. I still do the par program. We just are very, very, very selective about the clients that we choose. Um, most of our clients are 10, 10 to 50,000 is kind of our sweet spot. Um, I'd love to get someone for more, but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of our, you know, we deal with, we have about a dozen clients counts for Mm -hmm. a good chunk of revenue. Um, so yeah. And and that's, that's kind of what I like. Cause like, actually I don't, I actually fly out and meet with people now. I don't even do phone demos. Um, we, if the company's qualified, I look them up. Um, they already know the pricing, then I'll go meet with them. And I, I close – I don't know if I've ever met with someone I didn't that we didn't do business with ever because um, it's just I – don't, I don't like a sales cycle. You know, I just – it drives me insane. I have zero patience. Um, it's like either buy or get, go to someone else. I don't care. And it's a wrong attitude to have. But, but that's also why, you know, PAR is, is PAR and it's awesome. It's my platform and I have a handful of clients that we also do consulting for and that's kind of its sweet spot right now. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on the future of it, but I got something else cooking, Brasco. It'll have to wait till next week because we're out of time. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I talked about my affiliate network before. Don't yep. sign up for it right now. I mean, if you want to, you can. But I got. I'm redoing that thing. I got a new idea. We'll see you next Ooh. week, everybody. Thanks so much. Thanks, Brasco, for hanging out and talking. Yeah. Thank you. Go visit. Go visit Brasco's awesome wrestling. Kingofpodcasts.com. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.